<laughs> We're going next. We're going next? Yeah. put you in a good mood telling you a bunch of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I had in mind. I had to change my whole repertoire here. I wanted to talk a little bit about why not have recovered Zeba I think one of the wonderful things about the Hebrew and the Yeshiva and maybe one of the Chesreimahs subsequently the concept of community for the people in Washington Heights is always a problem. The B'nai Torah that you are, the very biggest side of learning B'chabura, of having a sense of union and camaraderie that is necessary for a successful Olam HaTorah. What happens when you get married and wherever you are, that's already a very big question. I don't know how to solve that problem. Washington Heights is not that hospitable to community. The place itself, the, the Mokham is Gairim. But be that as it may, it's very important that wherever you are and if you become Rabbanim, that you should create that kind of environment which is relevant to the children, to the uh, teenagers. I mean, it, it, you can't be an island unto yourself, and the Rambam's very famous expressions at the beginning of the sixth parak of Hilchas Deus, Derech Me'adam, has three words. Reyav v'chaverav v'noyeg k'minag anshei medina osay. And I was always wondering, the Ramam is uh, very rarely redundant. He doesn't spend 10 years b'ruch ha'kodesh writing the Sefer, which became the Sefer of Halacha for the whole world, for all of Klal Yisrael everywhere. What's the difference between Reyav v'chaverav? Noyeg k'minag anshei medina osay, we understand. There's something in the air. Today we call it the internet, but that's and it's a very serious problem. The hashpa of But what about Reyo Bachaveyov? So I think the Ramam was going Madragas wise. You know, there's there's uh, there's Reim and there's Chaveyim. Chaveyim is Chabura. You know the famous Rambam in Demai, the second parak of Demai, the Pirusha Mishnayis. He says, Lama Nikra Chover. Why is a Talmud Chochem called a Chover? Because they are only true Chaverim. Because what they do is L'Shem Shomayim. The Rambam's idea of Chaverov is that they're attached to one another. The Chibur of Chaverim requires an extraordinary measure of selflessness, of giving oneself up to the other person. And that, I think, is the secret of all chavrusa. You know, we use the word for learning together, we call them chavrusa. So what is, what is this idea of chavrusa? Pasuk says, Az nidbru yire Hashem 
ויקשב השם וישמו וכולי וכולי. מנין שאפילו שניים שיושבים, לא עסקים בתורה, שהשכינו אימוי. And they quote this פוסק, very famous פוסק, אוז נדברו. And the question is, why is that in the נפל פורם? דיברו איש על רעייהו would be just fine. So the answer is that there's two kinds of חברוסס. One חברוסס is a social contract. That's the bad kind of חברוסס. The social contract is, I need you to hear my Torah. because I don't like talking to the wall. So I need somebody to hear me out. Now, you also need someone to hear you out, because you also don't like talking to the wall. So, how are we going to manage? So we make a social contract. I'm willing to hear you only because I need you to hear me, and vice versa. So that's the contract. That's us dibru, and by the way, it could never be such a pasuk. Because the secret of all of this is that it's a lack of Yerah Shemaim, as I will try to corroborate in a moment. But the Oz Nidberu Yerah Hashem is a different kind of Chavrusa. That's a Chavrusa that I think that for my Torah, I need you. I need your criticism. I need your energy. I need your focus. I need what you can contribute to make my learning a bigger atzlocha because of your input, not because of your presence alone. And that is nidveru because the reflexive is I am nispa'el from you. I am being affected by you. I am being elevated. My learning becomes stronger because of you. Better, deeper. You know, Rav Aaron Kotler Zuchonel Vrachov famously said that the punishment of Askara, which is a horrible death to begin with, Maral Mipak speaks about the, affecting the atzmius of the person. It goes right to the throat. This punishment of Askara for Lona Agukov seems extremely severe. And he said it's not a punishment. Not in the sense of, you know, Chiyuskil or Sreif or whatever. It's not a punishment. It's because they could not continue the Masorah because the Masorah that they would have had because they didn't have the Nagel Kavad Zebazah was lacking that Chavrusa of Oznidberu. I don't think he uses that Pasuk or says it in those words, but that's what he says. He says the next door, the, our whole Masorah is from Rabbi Akiva because Vaharayah, the until he got the, the five Chachomim from the Doraim, And those five Chachomim are the ones stand this and stand this and stand this. These are all those Chachomim. The whole Masori that we have is from Rebbe Akiva. Imagine those 24,000 Talmidim would have continued a Masori that was lacking that Oznit Bru Yira Hashem Yishorayim. We would have had a corrupted Masori. We would have had a damaged, a stunted Masori. And that would have been the Masori forever. So the Rebbe Hashem who promises has to refashion the Masorah through those five and channel the Masorah away from that lack of Oznidru of those 24,000. And by the way, it's very interesting. Whenever you want to mention a number, you always go for the higher number. Why would we want to say 12,000 Zugais when we can say 24,000? The answer is because the Gemara is zeroing in on the Chesarim. The Chesarim was in the Zugas. That was the problem. Because So this isn't just a matter 
of you know when somebody walks in, you stand up for them, or somebody walks in and you acknowledge them. This was in the learning itself. There was a pagam of loyna agukavid zebazeh. And this has a lot to do with Yerush The Baal HaFloor, Ksubis, has a sefer, of course, you're all familiar with the sefer HaMakna. That's what we call it anyhow. Posuk is HaMikna, but somebody says HaMikna, there's something wrong with him. You know. But uh, the sefer, Dafnun Zayin, I believe it is, he asks a very interesting question. Actually, never dawned on me such a question, but it's a fascinating question. He says that Shimon Amsoni, Vamlo, Nechemia Amsoni, Hoydoshin, Dervish is called Essen Shabbat right? Everybody knows his Gemara, maybe from Sokha or whatever, but you know the Gemara. Yes? Pirish. He could not imagine that there could be any ribui from Yiras Hashem, as Hashem Lekechatiba. It's not Shaykh. So, Pirish. And Pirish means he gave up the home halach. Since it doesn't work here, it's a simon that it's not correct. So he was willing to give up a life's work, basically. He was the expert on darshaning the word S. Achaba, there's a Talmidim, you know, the Talmidim asked him, Rebbe called Esen Shabbatur Shadarashta, what's going to be with them? Shem Shkibalti Scharal Adrisha, he answers, Kacha Kabal Scharal Adrisha. But we'll skip over that. Ad, Shabbat Rabbi Akiva Medarash, famously, Es Hashem Lekachatira Lerabais, Talmid Echachom. So, Rabbinchus Horowitz of the Allah Floor, he asks a very simple question. You open up a Chumash, this Yiras Hashem is mentioned four times. Twice in Vestchanan, it should be Yorei Hashem, and twice in Ekev. He says, this, as Hashem Lekechotira, that particular postdoc, that Loshain, is the second time in Vestchanan. So he asks a simple question. The first time that he got to Yiras Hashem in Vestchanan, he should have asked the question. Why did he wait till as Hashem Lekechotira? And he answers a very interesting answer. He answers that the first time, he didn't have a problem. Because there is something that you could be marbe from idea, and it was only because once was marbe that, he got a problem for a second time around. What was it that he was marbe easily? So what was he comfortable with being marbe? Because it says, It means, in other words, that if it's a rabbi muvhak, then we can understand maybe that there's a ribui that not only are you yore from Hashem, but you're also yore from your Rebbe. But after that, what can you be married? That was the question. So Achibor continues the Baal and he says, Achibor Rabakiba the Darash. That second Es Hashem Lakilchatira he darshan. And what was that, Joshua? The rabbis tell me the Chachamim in general. In other words, you're equal, you're Chavah. That Shimon Amson you could not understand. But Rabbi Akiva came along and he said, isn't it fascinating that Rabbi Akiva, the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva darshan that that is a nispach, that is a, that is an abizrayu kivayochol of Es Hashem Lekechotira. And because ultimately the Yosem Mechaveira Harbi Lomadati Yosef Mechaveirai 
There's this understanding that you have to have that humility, that feeling and appreciation that you are not alone capable of steiging and becoming a Talmud Chacham and you desperately need that other person is a Yisait in Yir Because ultimately it's a Yisait in humility. And it's also a Yisait in I don't know if there's a good word in English for faginning. You know what faginning means? That somebody's matzliach and you're happy with that. You can tolerate it. We have, I, I pointed this out yesterday, I made a seum on you, Shami Peya, and I, I said more or less what I'm saying to you today. I pointed out an interesting thing. You open up every Sharblat, you open up the cover of every Gemara today, just about. And every, but, but every printer puts in the tefillah of Rabbi Chunya ben Akana. Yeah? You say it? I don't know yet a single person that says it. My Rebbeim didn't say it. And I don't know if their Rebbeim said it. It's a Pella Otzim. It's in, it's a Beferisha Halach in the Shulchan Aruch. Nobody's Chaylik on it. Nobody rejects it. Nobody says, you know what I'm talking about? The Tfilah of the Chun Yibana Khan. Shalai Koshal Dra Allah Yisukhubi Chaveira Bukhubi Bukhubi And I had this need to explain why is it that no one says something that's a beferisha halacha, easy to do, and it's inside every Gemara cover. And I think I understand why. At least, that's my feeling. I have a feeling. It doesn't matter if I'm right or not, but the feeling is correct. You know that there's a big shaila. It boils down to a comma. The way you put the comma. Is there a comma after Bidvar Halacha? So, Poshit Shad is that I shouldn't be Nechshal. And my Chaveri will be excited that I'm on target, that I'm successful, that I got the Pshad of the Gemara correctly, that I pask in the Shaila Al Pi Halacha. However, if you take out the comma, then it's one run on sentence. Meaning, and when I am nichshal, they will be happy with me. That's what I don't want. And that's what I'm asking for, number one, that I shouldn't be nichshal, and number two, that they shouldn't be so miserably corrupt and disgusting that they will be happy that I was nichshal. Now, if I was asked, so do I put the kame in or I don't put the kame in? I would say, how can anybody think that you don't put the comment? What kind of person who's in the yeshiva and grown up in this you know, environment of Torah and mitzvahs and Avedis Hashem and Musar and that kind of a person is going to be happy that I am Nikshal Betvar Halacha? He's my colleague, he's my chaver, this is our base medrash? It's impossible. Until you open up Rashi in the Gemara and Rashi says, V'yismechu b'chaivei Rashi nikshalti. Black on white, one word. You know, Rashi has this kayach. Just one word. I don't think that's, I think, why nobody ever says it. Because nobody has the guts to admit that it's conceivable that a ben should be like that. That's a very big, big side. And I think ultimately that's where Yira Shemayim comes into the picture. 
because learning is not an academic pursuit. So it's famous that in academia they tear each other apart. You know, somebody's the chairman of the department, then he's a target for every single professor who didn't become <coughs> chairman of the department to hate his guts and try to undermine him at every turn. But B'nai Taira, not shy of such a thing. On the contrary, we're all in, the, in this Makadish Shem Shemai. The Rambam in Pirusham Shnayas and Tmai that I mentioned. Chaverim, because they are Chaverim together to work to accomplish the Shem Shemai. That's the only Chavra Amitis, he writes, in order to be Makadish Shem Shemai. And yet, we have this 24,000 Talmudim Shaloy Nohav Rukhavit Zebozeb. And that's really a remarkable thing. It's, it's absolutely remarkable. Which I always felt leads us to the conclusion that Rabbi Sol Salanter and Rabbi Rucham Levavitz and all those were absolutely right. It's a lifetime endeavor to be a shtickle mensch. You know, just to be capable of transcending oneself. To be famous statement of Rabbi Sol Salanter that the other person's Gashmias is my Ruchmias. It's an unbelievably high madrega. I'm supposed to feel pasva melech toichel tishta for myself. And for you, I want you to have tremendous atzlocha, even in Gashmis. Why? If Gashmis isn't important. The other terror says, because Gashmis is important, but it's a challenge. And that person is suffering. I need to concern myself with going to his shoes, and I need that he should be matzliach in the Gashmis. It's a tremendous idea. That's my ruchnius. I have to want what the other person needs in spite of the fact that I may not need it and may not even be good for me. This whole union of noisy ba'olim chaveroi. Noisy ba'olim chaveroi. Rabbi Yeruchim once tied himself to a bed so that at night he would not be able to turn over. A simple little thing. They tied himself down and when they asked him, what's this? He said... He wants to be able to feel what it means for a sick person not to be able to turn over. I mean, these are <coughs> the same of Yeruchim on the words Tachas Raglov Kamaisi Livna Sasapir. So the Medrash tells us that the Rebbe Shalom has this brick. It's made out of sapphire because it's on high. But it's a brick. Livna sasapir. It's levena. Bechomer bulvena. Why? Because he wants to remind himself of the suffering of Bnei Yisrael in Mitzrayim. In that piece, Rabbi Rucham says an amazing thing. Which, again, if it was printed on the inside of the Gemara, on the inside cover, nobody would, would say it either. Because nobody has the guts to admit that we can be that low. He says a person has needs and worries and concerns. He may have a whole bunch of daughters that he has to marry off and nothing's happening. The girl hasn't had a date in six months. And he's invited to his chavr's chasim. The chavr's making a wedding. And of course he comes. And Rabbi Rucham says that when he walks in, and he sees the glory of that chasana. And everybody is sameach, and everybody's dancing, and everybody's tumbling. 
And that daughter is getting married and not to a very Choshev Bakr as well. And he goes over to the Mechutna and he says to Mazel Tov, says Rabbi Yeruchim, that in his heart of hearts he wishes that he didn't have a Mazel Tov. He doesn't say he wishes he also would have a Mazel Tov. He wishes that that person wouldn't have a Mazel Tov. How could that be? Because the pain that he has transfers to a certain nastiness that we have latent in our personalities, unfortunately. We don't have, by nature, an extraordinary amount of generosity of spirit. There are yechidim. I know people that may just like you have tzaddik mitivai. You have a person who doesn't seem to have a yetzahara. But most people do. And some of them have very heavy yetzaharas. It's the same thing. And it's very fascinating. The Rambam, who believes in Bechira to the extreme. Everybody can be a tzaddik like Moshe Rabbeinu. Everybody can be a Rosh like Yerava. He doesn't acknowledge astrology. He doesn't care about... He says... <laughs> I mean, the Rambam is super, super concerned that everybody should believe that we have the potential to do anything in Avodah Hashem. And to mess up in any way in Avodah Hashem. So that Rambam, you know, he wants us to understand that mitzvahs and averus include midos. He writes that explicitly in the seventh parak of Hilchus Tshuva. He says, a person should not think, he knows it's an agenda by him, he's giving a whole drusha. A person shouldn't think that bad midos, kas and gaiva and on and on, that these are some just not nice things. He says they're averus and you have to do tshuva on them. The, the, the possibility of a person to sink is not because he's a geichazi. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a geichazi. It doesn't have to be that kind of a talent. It's in the nature of people to want to shine. It's the nature of people. And they don't mind if it's at the expense of others. And that's and to transcend that is an avoider, just like anything else, just like to break kas and to break gaiva. To have that hergish, you need more than anything one thing, that I need you. I need you leads to I respect you. If you think that you don't need the other person, the dibruli shel is never going to happen that you'll respect that person, then that's And that's really where the secret of it's not my Rebbe Mubak. My Rebbe Mubak is... <laughs> He's almost divine. And it's very interesting. The Raman doesn't talk so much about Chaverim learning with one another. But the Raman went one step further. There's a very famous Rambam, at least uh, for me it's famous, because I speak about it all the time, so I think it's very famous. You know, but there's a Rambam that says that Keshem, that's a very important word, Keshem, that a Talmud is mechuyiv to be mechabed as Rebbe, so too a Rebbe is mechuyiv to be mechabed as Talmidim and to love them and to cherish them. And he keeps going. And that kishem disturbed <coughs> me tremendously. Just a minute. If the Ramam said earlier, kishem, that a person is mechuyiv to be mechabed 
his parents, his biological parents, so he's also mechuyev to be mechabed his Rebbe, that makes perfect sense. That is a real kashe. That's a cachet. That is an equation. But but that a Talmud should be respected by the Rebbe the same way that a Rebbe is respected by the Talmud? That doesn't make any sense. It's very nice for the Ramam to the Ramam should have just started. A Rebbe Fine. But Kishen? Then I realized that what the Rambam means is very simple. The Rambam is saying that the Rebbe is not Mechuyiv to be Mechabit the Talmud, Kwa Talmud. He's Mechuyiv to be Mechabit the Talmud because the Talmud is his Rebbe. That's the Kishen. It's Mamish the same thing. Bizer Ampin, of course. But it's the same thing. And how do I know? Because when the Rambam continues, he says, Harbi Lomaditi and then he says, when you want to make a bonfire, you can't light the big log that's there. It doesn't catch. So what do you do? You take a little splint, you light it, catches fire, you put it underneath the logs, and all of a sudden you have a whole conflagration. That's the only way you're going to be able to make a bonfire. Says the Rambam, Talmud is Moisif, the Chochma of his Rebbe, Atshe Bishay Loisif, etc., etc., Atshe Yotzi Mimenu Chochma Mifoyora. Now, in that context, it is exactly what goes on in a totally reciprocal way between two Talmudim that arose in Israel. And that's the ultimate and ideal Chavrusa, the Chavrusa that I need you and you need me, and then because of that, the eighth cotton is not like the eighth cotton. The, 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 the ability to sense and understand and appreciate that you are critical to my learning turns selfishness actually into extraordinary altruism. Because because of that, I have to care about you. I feel the need to care about you. And the male is the big in Chavera is much more than Reyo. The hashpa of a chover is much greater than the hashpa, and that's what the Ramam has: reyov, chaverov, and the ultimate hashpa. Interestingly enough, is noyikeminik anshem medinasa. That's the hashpa that's in the air. That's a very, very dangerous and very powerful hashpa. And the Ramam, of course, continues and he says, and if there's no choice, you have to run off into the wilderness. So, in this tkuf in particular, I think that it's important to, to be mischazik dafke in, in these inyonim. You know, to, to appreciate what a chaver is, to cement and increase and foster that relationship, because like anything, it needs to be nurtured. And in general, to realize that we have the potential inside of us to think very not nice thoughts. And, and, and to, 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 be, to be essentially corrupt. You know, we speak about those Talmidim Lonago Kovid Bazaar, we think they're a bunch of monsters. It's not like that. They just didn't get it. They didn't reach that level. They didn't come to that Madrega that is an Es Hashem Tira number two. It's not only Rabbi Muvak. Because it's very easy for a Talmud to say, well, I'm Rabbi Akiva's Talmud. 
So, you know, don't mess with me. But to say that my chavr, himlachto chavercho alecho, himlachto, my chavr, I make a melech over me. That is an extraordinary madrigal. It's not that it comes easily. It does not come easily. Because a person has his ego. You know, the Rambam speaks about Nilchus Talmud Torah Gimel. He speaks a lot about you can't do it with schayra, you can't, you know, so he says that a person can't be a Baal Madrega in learning to the point of achieving Kesa Torah, which is an incredible Madrega, unless he passed by the Lachtoichel behind the Masurah But then he says, Dibri Torah Anim Shalomayim. Ma Mayim Hoelchem Mimokim Gavayel Mimokim Namuch. So the Beitar is only mostly by a person who is vatal his ego and breaks his gaiva and he's an honor of Hule Bhule. And where the Rambam puts it seems to be in a very strange place. It's true, of course, that everyone would be masking. Because gaiva, exactly, it's all the things that we spoke about for the last twenty minutes. Gaiva says, Aniva Afsi Oi. Or I don't even need you because I've arrived already. I am a Tamil what do I need you for? You know, the, 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 the phrase itself, by the way, interestingly enough, are you all aware that the Ramah never says the Talmud Chacham? Never mentioned Talmud Chacham once in the whole Yana Chazak. What, what, what am I talking about? It's Talmud Chacham. Very interesting. This is completely Derech Agav. It's a footnote of a footnote. But just, just you should know. You can learn the Ramah all your life. And you can discover one day at the age of 45 or something. That's when I discovered it. <laughs> that the rabbi doesn't say Talmud Chacham. He says Talmud Chachamim, consistently. Vaista is that, you know, you learn from each other. That's the whole point. You, you know, the Chachamim include your Chavrusas, they include people in the street, they sometimes include your Talmidim. We just said, so there's a lot of Talmud. Talmud is a Talmud of a lot of Chacham. Not just the Rebbe Muvah. But be that as it may, the Rambam, the, the, this whole idea, this whole notion of, of humility, the Rambam puts it in a place where he says it shouldn't be amongst the Sachronim and the Tagorim. You know, there are two kinds of people who make Parnassah. They're the people who make Parnassah the Maisiyadeh, the Payalim, the people who are farmers, the people who make shoes and, and, and plumbers and so on and so forth. And then there are businessmen. The Ramam has a special antagonism to businessmen, as far as learning Torah is concerned, I mean. He thinks that businessmen have given up the possibility for Keset Torah, and if they have such habaminus, they're, very ma- they're making a terrible mistake. Can't happen. So I was thinking to myself, this is what the Rambam is saying. How much money does a person really need is up to debate, because people have all kinds of sense of what they need. But everyone is masking that ultimately you'll reach a point where you, whatever you need, no matter what, you know, caviar every single day for breakfast and fancy steaks for, for, for supper, servants galore, uh, your own plane, uh, you know, your own jet, you know, that's some stuss in, in Chicago that people have, and, and, uh, and v'chulay v'chulay. But after all of that, so how much do you really need to accomplish all of that? Let's say $100 million. Uh, maybe a little more, 150 million. 
So why does anybody work after 150 million? And they work. They work very hard. They spend days and days and days and all kinds of plans and, 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 and they run around all over the world and find clients and customers and, and, and build the business and build and build and build. What is that all about? He's not going to have any more Hana. In fact, he's going to have a lot less because he's so busy. He's so torrid. And then if something goes wrong, he has a lot of Agnes Nefesh. What do you need it for? Go off to some island in the, in the Caribbean and enjoy life. Talking about somebody who's not that, you know, Stama, uh, Goy. What, what, is, what, is, what are you chasing? The answer is covet. That's what you're chasing. You have to be the biggest, you have to be the best, you have to be famous. You know, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. This is, this is what it is. You know, the Metropolitan Opera has a, has a gala. You know what a gala means? It's like a ball. And that's a, they, they, I don't know if it's the beginning of the season or the end of the season, I don't know too much about it. Abba what's the point of the gala? That the women who come are very famous women. And to the extent that they're less dressed, that's the, uh, you know, I once went, I once gave a drusha in a certain community, which I, you know, I said, uh, which were not nizer and sneers. They're getting better as, as, as time goes on, actually. The hashbar of the, of the writers, unfortunately, ruining everybody's equanimity. You know? <laughs> I hope it's not stable anymore. <laughs> People are, you know, the Heishu times 10. <laughs> but 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 the fact of the matter is that at that moment, at least that community needed a lot of uh, a lot of help in this area. And since I was invited to speak, I figured you know I'm not part of that community. They can't throw eggs at me more more than at least that one time, and I'll take my chances. So I told them that I, I thought that this community was very very wealthy. That's what everybody says, but I see that on the contrary. They don't even have enough money to buy the rest of the dress. <laughs> and then, you know, like I instinctively went like this. But nothing happened. <laughs> but for Maisa, for Maisa, it's, it's really, the world is, is, you know, if you look at it carefully, it's so much sugar that you shouldn't have the slightest interest in it. It's mamish gone beyond, beyond. But it's in everything. But the Rambam says beferush that Torah requires that humility that prevents you from going off the deep end seeking covet, which is what Sachronim and Tagronim are really all about, because it's never just about satisfying your basic essential needs. So this is also part of that whole humility is necessary for Torah on ten different levels and in ten different ways. But getting back to the core of the, what, what I'm talking about, it's critically necessary in every Chavrusa Shaft. Because you have to have that sense that that person is very important to you. And that's not possible if a person's a Balgaifa. Not possible. The person thinks he knows it all or that he's smart enough to figure it out for himself. And then, of course, there's that extra measure of the Vyismukhubi Chaveray aspect of I wish you wouldn't have a Mazel Tov that people are not happy with the other person's hatzlocha. That is not a natural instinct to be happy with the other person's hatzlocha. The instinct is in the other direction. So in order to have a chevra, and that chevra should be an oz nidbru chevra, and it should be a chevra that's l'shem shomayim, you have to have an avoida pnimis, an avoida musaris, that gives you the sense that you are 
available to the other person, that you respect the other person, that you care about his welfare, and that you want his Hatzlach. And that kind of a person will have himself, reciprocally, tremendous Hatzlach in his own learning. So, uh, in, 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 in the spirit of this Tkufa, of and the Avelis that comes from it, it's really, you know what it is? It's an Avelis on, on our potential. Because imagine what it would be like if Nago covered the Bazaar. There would have been 24,000 Talmudim. I don't even know what the Masai would look like. It's really an Avelis on ourselves. That's what it is. It's an Avelis that we could have amounted to something more. And what happened to us? We just didn't rise to the occasion. We didn't appreciate the potential that we have inside of us to be kind and gentle and generous and, and loving. If you have that inside of you, and you bring it out, you could have 24,000 Talmudim that are nohagam kavitzimus. And then it would have been a period of, of tremendous joy and rejoicing. And the interesting thing is that this is at the exact same time that we count the Yomer, which in all the Sfarim, Sifri Kabbalah also, but in all the Sfarim, is a time of potential Aliyah. It's a time of going from Shibud Mitzrayim to Kabbalah Satayra. And that's, that's it's like a fascinating thing. If you'll ask, how you Mikhaim Zeh? The answer is, look at the Talmud and Rabbi Akiva and do the exact want to grow from Shibud Mitzrayim. And it's very interesting, you know, in Mitzrayim, there are some Sforim that write that the Kur because everybody wants to know what's this Kur what exactly needed to happen in Mitzrayim that Hashem had to send them down there and have this horrible Shibud of all those years. Why? So that's because it was a Kur a crucible. It was a refinement. And that refinement process cost a lot of lives, a lot of people, not so many people came out of Mitzrayim, certainly according to some shitas. So what was it all about? And some Svarim write because they needed to care for one another. But Shulay Diskin, in his Sefer on Chumash, he points out that Dosen Vavirim, horrible people, really, always part of Machleikasim and always challenging by Shurabeinu, but they came out of Mitzrayim. So how is it that they managed to get out of Mitzrayim? What happened to Makas Choshev? They were left, no, they're, they're, not, they're not deserving of remaining in Mitzrayim. They're, they, they, they're coming out. What's Chus? What's Chus allowed them to come out of Mitzrayim? So he writes, because they were the, from the Shoitrim that were responsible for the production of Bnei Yisrael, of the Chaymer Levayden, came to the time of etc. they fought for their brethren and they suffered for their brethren and they accepted blows for their brethren. That was the matzah, that was the mood at the very end. And there is the secret of the going from Shibud Mitzrayim, where an Evid by definition, Eimo Yachas, means that he doesn't have any Chev. Because each Evid is up at the whims of, of his master. You know, you don't even have a family, really. <coughs> Gemara in the Rishami talks about 
different kinds of avodim and how they were treated by their masters. And some of them cared that their families should be sticking together, that an Evan should have a shivcha, knanis, and they would be a unit, and they could raise a family. And others discriminately just sold them off, and families were broken up. And you know, you know, like like the Civil War, there was all kinds of tumbles about that. There's this sense of an Evan not having a connection to others, and Klal Yisrael has to go from that. The Maimed Har Sinai, which is Ki Yishecha that's not a simple transition. For that transition, you need that kind of care for someone else that you're willing to take makas for them. You're willing to, to suffer blows. And that's why Dosan Baviram survived and came out of Mitzrayim. That transition and the Loina Agokobaz of Azeb parallel in antagonism to one another perfectly. What you need to go from Mitzrayim to Maimon HaSinai is the ultimate Noagu Kovat Zebazeh Madrega. And that's the tragedy. And as I said, and it's important to close with something that makes, makes a Russian, I think that the Chesaron is in us and the Avelis is for that Chesaron. It's not, we're not misable for the loss of the 24,000 as much as we're misable for the loss of the 24,000's failure, for that failure, that, 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 that we're capable of being Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva, whose pure potential, that's all Rabbi Akiva stands for, is just one big potential. And not realizing potential, on the contrary, remaining with, with, with the smallness that we started out with, and never growing in spite of all the massive amount of Torah that we learned. So that's the Avelis. The Avelis is that we failed ourselves. That's always the Avelis, by the way. It's, it's always, you can fail HaKadosh Baruch Hu v'chulei v'chulei v'chulei, but the biggest chesat, the Avelis is, look what happened to me. Dava Pashat Mi'ayin. person sees the the message is a tremendous mechaif <coughs> that we should not end up being disabled for ourselves after 30, 40 years later and say, you know, what I could have become if only I grew in those midas that I needed to grow in that humility, in that love of Abbas Yisrael, in that appreciation of us Nidbaru, of that sense of I desperately need you and I care about you and I love you and I'm nice but oil with you. And all the other midas that are mentioned in the Kinyane HaTayra. should be zaycha to have that, uh, that Havona. That's what it requires. It requires a certain Havona. We have that Havona, we can become massive Talmidei Chachomim, who are Talmidim of Chachomim, in the plural. Because we have our Rebbe, we also have maybe several Rebbeim, but we also have our Chaveirim, and we also have our Talmidim. And for that matter, even the person in the street. I'm sure that the Choshev Arov can tell you that you can learn tremendous amount from very simple people. Tremendous amount. I've had many Rebbeim like that. Very simple people, but they keep it up. You know, maybe that's what the Gemara means by bringing Goyim in as examples, Dambab and Nesina and so on. But whatever it is, you can learn from anyone. We call Melamadayim Skalti. And I just want to 
finish with one more simple word. Ezo Mechuvan, it's in the fourth parak if you have a chance to speak about Pirkei Ovis this week, this Shabbos, you could use this word. It says, Ezo Mechuvan, like Ezo Oshir, Ezo Mechuvan, a Mechavid as Abrius. How do you know that? How do you know that? Ezo Mechuvan, a Mechavid as Abrius. So they quote a Pasuk. Pasuk, yes, Mechavdai Achabe, Uboizai Yekolo. As Mechavdai, is people are mechabed Hakadosh Baruch So, Ezer Mechubad is mechabed Sabrius. So you should bring a pasuk that says something about mechabed Sabrius, not a pasuk that speaks about being mechabed Hashem. Ki And what's the point? That there's only one source of covered that has any value, because covered be'etzim is covered hamaduma. It's nothing. What's covered? Covered is meaningless. But if Hakadosh Baruch Hu is mechabed, you oh, that's something else entirely. So who is Hakadosh Baruch Hu mechabed? Reciprocally, whoever is mechabed, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We mechabed Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Then what's the raya from the pasuk? Mechabed is abrius. Is mechubad. Mechubad means by Hashem. Fine, that's the pasuk. But mechabed is abrius. The teretz is mechabed is abrius. Is somebody who realizes that he's mechabed Hashem. That's the real Kvod Hashem. By caring about his creation. By caring about the people that he brought into this world. That's the Mechabed HaSabriyos that's Mechubod because he's really Mechabed Hashem. If a person understands that, everything that we said until now, there's a different understanding that really you're talking about HaKadosh Baruch the needs that I have is for my own Torah, but ultimately I'm mechabed the person. The noye kovet zebazeh is because that's how a person can be mechabed. Should be zoichet ha'atzvah b'cholay yonim. And since you didn't get to bechida yet, so I'll give you a specific. Uh, you'll, 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 it's, it's not a, a Jewish expression, but you'll knock him that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for